everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. So what do Hollywood, politics, Batman, Star Trek, Rhonda Fleming, and Ronald Reagan have to do with my next guest? Or how about Tarzan, Sherlock, B-Westerns, and Wonder Woman? Nancy Stafford of Matlock fame and so much more had this to say about my next guest, and I quote, Few people have the array of knowledge, passions, and collections of Fred Eichelman. Fewer still had a depth of life experiences and spiritual understanding, and very few indeed have used a life's worth of unique talents, interests, experiences, and spiritual wisdom to influence countless thousands over these many years. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, would you welcome to Testimony founder of Point North Outreach Ministries and Point North Tidings online publication and author of his just-released memoir, Faith, Family, Film, A Teacher's Trek. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Fred Eichelman. Fred, welcome to Testimony. Thank you very much. Uh, it's an honor to talk with you, Jasmine. I've heard so much about you, and I think this is a wonderful opportunity to talk a little bit about this book of mine, 80 Years in the Making. Not really my first book. Several years ago, I would write textbooks. Not as interesting by any means, but with this, some people may mistakenly think it's an autobiography. It's true, it's memoirs, but it's basically memoirs about the media in general, even going back to my grandparents' day, and how it's changed and the influence it's had on society from a personal viewpoint, and how it had an effect on my growing up, my learning, my teaching, and of course now my ministry. And just to be clear for our listeners, you are the recent author of your just-released memoir called Faith, Family, Film, A Teacher's Trek. You were a teacher now retired for four decades and you've written three textbooks and other works and now this is a compilation of Hollywood, of politics, of ministry, Bible study and so much more but it's ministry with a mission in film. So first question, what caused you to start the ministry Point North Outreach and why is it labeled Point North? Well. If I can quote actually from a wonderful endorsement, in fact, it's in my book, there's an author named Jenny Coates. She's kind of considered a new C.S. Lewis, very studied. And I love something that she wrote, which took me by surprise. She said, Fred has enjoyed an almost forest Gump-like journey of serendipitous encounters, which he turned into teaching moments for students in the classroom as well as for students of life in general. Now, what struck me, if you remember the Forrest Gump film, there's a great scene where he's sitting on a park bench with an elderly lady, and he's saying, Mama always told me, but life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And I'm kind of hoping 
people will have that feeling when they read this book. They may not know what they're going to get, but they will enjoy and even delight in various parts of the book as they read it. Well, now, at the time of this recording, you are 80 years young, and you have managed to pack 80 years into 150 pages. You talk about Ronald Reagan, Rhonda Fleming, Elizabeth Taylor, stories that probably a lot have not heard, misreported stories that you make clear. But I want to get to the one story that is the reason I do testimony based on Revelation 12:11, which states, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and that is, Fred, how you came to faith in Jesus Christ and how films played a part in that you are an only child, you almost lost a leg early on, your parents loved animals and dancing, they were hard workers, you were a hard worker. Tell us that story. I have to say that at one time I never associated Hollywood with faith and religion. I mean, I loved films from a very early age. I enjoyed films. And I was also a person that went to Sunday school, the church, and considered, you know, two different aspects of life. And then one evening, it was over Easter time, but I was home from college, there was a show called Abbott and Costello, Comedy Hour, and they brought out these four singers who made what they called a joyful noise. Rhonda Fleming, uh, Jane Russell, Connie Haynes, who was a big band singer, and uh, Burl Davis, who also was a band singer. And they sang something they called gospel pop. And so, I mean, it was beautiful music. And in fact, you can still buy it today on CD because they did more of the TV shows with it. Mm -hmm. And I actually was pleased from another aspect because some years earlier, I first seen Rhonda Fleming on the screen in a film called Yankee and King Arthur's Court. Right. And frankly, I was age 12, I fell in love with her. In a sense, when I met my wife, Carolyn, I thought, wow, a young Rhonda Fleming. So I'm been loyal to redheads, you'd say. <laughs> but uh, Rhonda was uh, a person who, like many of these stars, I was, have to admit one thing to you. Now, don't be shocked. Okay. I'm a philosopher. Now, don't drop over. That's an autograph collection. Love to catch people with that. But that's a. And I've been doing that since age 10. Wow. And so, what happened one time when I was started teaching, I used one of Rhonda Fleming's films. I had her address, contacted her, and told her about it. And as happened in many stars that I've run into, Jimmy Stewart was one, and various others, they'd say, well, wait a minute. Uh, what do you do with my film? How do you use it? Why are you using it? And from that moment, I struck up an acquaintanceship with Rhonda, and uh, she's helped the school projects we've had. Uh, we have visited her home a few times, and she's a fellow director in Point North Outreach Ministry. But the thing is, I learned from her that she had a real distinct mission, stars in Hollywood, and opportunities to witness to their Christianity. And as you'll find in the book, as I have in so many interviews, they're a minority. But sadly, stars who are very strong Christians are discriminated against. They're just plain told, I'm sorry, in the case of two, but like I mentioned one of them, Morgan Brittany, you will not get the role as long as you wear a cross. Others were told that you just cannot even 
get involved in faith things, when you meet the fans, don't talk about God or Jesus Christ. So Rhonda and Jane Russell and Connie Haynes started a Bible study out there in the early 50s, and they had quite a distinguished group of people come in for it. People like Roy Rogers, Dale Evans, a young fellow that seemed interested in politics named Ronald Reagan. But the sad thing was that Jane Russell always regretted when she made the movie Gentlemen Prefer Blonde, she and Marilyn Monroe hit up a relationship, and Marilyn came to one meeting, and that was it. And I'd like to think it would been wonderful if she could have gotten involved. Right, right. So this really is a ministry for you where you're reaching out to the faith community within Hollywood. Nancy Stafford, I believe, is also on your board of Matlock fame, and we alluded to her earlier. She wrote the foreword for your book. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Frederick Fred Eichelman, his latest just-released memoir, Faith, Family, Film, A Teacher's Trek. One thing that I'm really happy about today, there is a movement. Some have said that maybe we should quit using the word faith films as a turn-off, that maybe we need to talk about redemptive films, redemption. Same thing, basically, but Christian. And there are people involved in doing that that I'm thrilled about, and I've gotten to know Kevin Sorbo, who people associate with uh, Hercules and Andromeda, and his faith films now, God is not dead, also a favorite of mine, What If? Beautiful story. Right. These are things that I highly recommend. But there are others. One I'm particularly tickled about, the movie is coming out in November. And I think it'll be a hit. Gregory Crosby, the grandson of Bing Crosby, he and his wife, they have put together and worked with a fellow named Desmond Doss, a man who is a conscientious objector who, as a medic, saved 75 lives in the South Pacific. He's the only, I believe, the only non-uniform person to win a Congressional Medal of Honor, which is awarded by Harry Truman. And his story is just now coming out. The film is called Hacksaw Ridge. Now, one of the problems in the past, always with face films or films of redemption, is that circulation and money, getting people interested. But, when you get Mel Gibson wanting to direct it, all I can say is, wow, filmed in Australia, the person playing Desmond Doss, Andrew Garfield, if you're not familiar with that name, he's a young man that did a brilliant job in the two amazing Spider-Man films, very popular for a lot of young people. And I think this film, Academy Award status, it's going to be a big film, and they hope to have it released on Veterans Day. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Well, if someone wants to find out more about the film or get behind the film, uh, Mr. Eichelman, how would they do that? Christians need to be more open and vocal and in support of films like this. You can't just say, well, I don't want to go to movies because they're all bad or this sort of way. But good films have been overlooked. I mentioned the film, What If? That film was given, as so many of these faith films are, what they call a limited engagement. It might be shown in just a few theaters and uh, just for a matter of a few days. Now, what made God's Not Dead more successful for theaters was because a lot of churches got behind it and said, folks, you need to see this movie. You need to see the movie. And you know, every ticket you buy is a vote. 
It's like voting for office for somebody. And when you go to see that movie, when you encourage other people to, inspirational, then you are doing a great service. That's what I like to think my ministry in Point North Outreach is all about, is to support, uh, to encourage, and to give whatever help can be given to filmmakers and stars and people that want to do this sort of thing. Right. People forget this, that Jesus Christ in his ministry did his lessons in the form of stories. Parables, that's right. Greatest story. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to founder of Point North Outreach Ministries and Point North Tidings Magazine and author of his just-released memoir, Faith, Family, Film, A Teacher's Trek, Dr. Fred Eichelman. You can learn more about Fred's work, ministry, and mission by visiting PointingNorth.com and get his book, Get Inspired and Get Involved in Bringing Faith Back to Films for God's glory. Fred, it has been an absolute joy and honor speaking with you today. Your life, ministry, and mission have impacted thousands across this nation, and most assuredly, millions for generations to come. You are proof that a life well lived and dedicated to Christ brings true success, true fulfillment, and true joy, as you have so clearly demonstrated, and beautifully so. We thank you, and God bless you. And thank you so very much. God bless you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening. And please join us again for Testimony.